like hello can you hear me yes this is the queen's speech oh we finally figured out a title <laughs> yes the queen's <laughs> speech um i still have not figured out a title if we were drinking tea i could call it musicality but I'm not, we're not drinking tea i'm not a tea drinker i've got vimto i've got water Music at musical Vimto It does actually sound good. It, does sound it makes no sense. It makes no sense to people. Um so yeah. Musical Vimto. Musical Vimto. It sounds a bit like right. um supercalifragilistic expelidocious, which I think say. Yeah. So when we watch Mary Poppins in a few weeks. Yes. I'll just be singing that to myself. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, right, we're not talking about Mary Poppins today. What are we talking about today, Christopher? Today we are talking about number three on the list. I seem to remember. Yeah, I think it was number three. I should have So today we're talking about the 1939 film, number three on our list, The Wizard of Oz. The starring of Oz. Judy Garland. Uh, Margaret Hamilton, and I can't really remember any of the others. <laughs> I've got them here because I had to have a look myself. So Ray, let's have Ray a Bulger. look. Ray Bulger as the Scarecrow, and Hunk Bert Alar as the Cowardly Lion and Zeke, Jack Cayley as a Tin Man and Hickory, Billy Burke as Glinda, um, Clava Blandick as Auntie M, it's Tim a Billy Burke in. Twilight, and not Bella's dad. <laughs> Might well be. Her <laughs> full name is Mary William Ethelbert Appleton Burke. So there, so there we have it. A nice name. She is very pretty. Um, Clara Blandick as Auntie M, Charlie Grapewin as Uncle Henry, and yeah, Margaret Hamilton as the Wicked Witch of the West and Miss Gulch. Oh, and Frank Morgan as Professor Marvel and the Wizard of Oz. Spoilers. Um, calm down. So, the Wizard of Oz, I think it was something here. The All Wizard right. of Oz is um, one of them films that you kind of watch at, like, Christmas or at, like, family holiday time. When all the family's around, you stick on The Wizard of Oz. It is one of them family classics. It, it wasn't for me. I didn't watch this film until I was in my 20s. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, in the past, I used to say I was a, a film buff, but basically I was a comedy buff. <laughs> and I had to watch all these classic films. So I've only seen Wizard of Oz once before to, uh, oh. I've watched it. Okay. So it's yeah. one of, it is one of the, the classics in our house that we we would put on. Certainly when my grandma came to stay at Christmas or in the holidays, we'd have The Wizard of Oz. It was one of her favourites, so we'd always watch it. Um, I think I first watched it probably when I was about six or seven, maybe. And then I didn't watch it again after I was probably about in my teens until I was in my late 20s. I think I had this weird thing about it being scarier than it was i mean it it, it can be it, for a it child. Pretty, them flying monkeys are pretty weird um 
So yeah. Yeah, so basically, basically what you're saying is my family didn't love me enough to show it me as a child. No, your family cared too much about you. All right. Just they were spare, spare me from it. Spare you from them awful flying monkeys and the, the obviously 1930s CGI and special effects that were going on there. Um, Still looks good. Still but yeah, it's, it, is a, it is a lovely little, little film. Obviously, you have the, the the classic musical thing, which Peter Pan also does in the musical version and the theatre production version of having the same characters used throughout the throughout the show. Yeah. So, in Peter Pan, for instance, Captain Hook and Mister Darling are normally the same played by the same character, and so is Mrs. Darling and Tinkerbell. They are right. often played by the same people. Um, so yeah, it's the same in Wizard of Oz where you've got the farmhands who then go on to be the Cowardly Lion, Tin Man and Scarecrow. And yeah. Professor Marvel is also the Wizard of Oz so and the witch. The only people not in both are Auntie M and the uncle. Yes. Right. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why that is. I don't know, to be honest. I think maybe... Oh, I don't know. Maybe because they weren't really full characters. You saw more of the farmhands than yeah, you did of Anthony true. and Uncle Henry. Well, if she's bringing all these people into maybe a fantasy like world. Maybe yeah. she just doesn't like them. Well. They did we leave know. her behind, to be fair. Yeah, and we don't know where her parents are. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the classic, classic Disney tropers, parents dead. Parents are dead. Absolutely. I mean, is there anything about like where her her parents? Are? I, I didn't hear anything in the film. Obviously, this is adapted from books, so I imagine in the books they go into that Let's a bit more. Have a look. So differences from the novel. This is taken from Wikipedia, so please take it with a pinch of salt. Among the many dramatic differences between the film and the novel are the era. So I think it was set before the character of Dorothy is not given an age in the novel, but depicted as much younger than Judy Garland in the illustrations. And the ruby slippers are silver shoes. Right. Um, the Tin Woodman's backstory is not presented in the film. He started off as a human being and kept lopping off bits of himself by accident. <laughs> I, I, I hope that's his full name, Tim, Tim Woodman. <laughs> Tin Woodman. Um, yeah, let's let's stop reading that now. Um, <laughs> that's quite dramatic. The Tin the Tin Woodman just decided to unalive himself. <laughs> yeah, well, he hasn't got off. a heart. He hasn't got a heart. Um, which is quite scary because meant to be a person who started off as a human. Where did? Where, yeah. Um, Let's. Well, let's start from the very beginning. A very good place to start. Mm-hmm. When you no, that's not the right film. Sorry. <laughs> I so, know the film. I just I wanted know. to see if you'd do it. <laughs> of course, I would. Yeah, it's my fate. It is my all-time favorite musical. I say that about every musical we're watching, but Sound Music is all-time favorite. So the beginning of Wizard of Oz. Walk us through it, Chris. Uh, we open up on a farm. We see Dorothy Gale 
portrayed by Judy Garland. We are in sepia toned mm. at the beginning. She's a yeah, I think she's just a, a girl who wants to get away, wants to be on like live her own life mm-hmm. and not be taken down by the man. Or in this case, <laughs> the witch. Miss Gulch. Miss Gulch. Uh, so the first song we hear in the film, apart from the, the opening stink, is uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which everyone should know. And if you don't, why not? It's, it's just one of those songs, even if you don't know it from this film, you should know that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's beautiful. It is a lovely song. It's one of them that you... It's you automatically it's timeless it is it is a timeless little classic it is and it's it's one of them often musicals have a a song where the lead character or especially the female lead character have like a a coming to a moment where the, everything falls into place yeah. or everything happens and it seems that this is the first instance that i remember of watching musicals since I was little, where it start, where it was in the beginning rather than halfway through or the end. Yeah. Where it was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go and... The only other instance I know of it is in Belle, in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but that really just sets a whole village perspective mm. rather than <laughs> just Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's a lovely little song. Get away. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's one of them them songs where you get to know the character. She she's introduced quite well through that. She is. that song. You get a real sense of what she's kind of going through. And as we said, we don't know where her parents are. We don't know the circumstances why she lives on the farm with Uncle Henry and Auntie M. Um, it's very. It seems to be very set very much in like the prohibition era like the depression era of like the early I, 1930s yeah maybe or it could even be earlier than that but as you said before it's not sat at the same time as a novel so mm, you're, you're probably right that. yeah uh, I know. <laughs> but yeah it's um so we hear Dorothy have a, a little sing song and then we find out about Miss Gulch, I think, don't, don't we? She, yes. she ends up walking in and being her usual cheery little self. And you find out something about the town where they are, that the Gulches, either by marriage or by birth, she somehow owns most of the town. Yeah. Seems that way. It's not really made clear, but yeah, because Thank Auntie you. M says... Just because you own half the town, you're not going to tell just, her that to she me. Just, she just wants to kill dogs. She just wants to. She's just vicious. She is, she, the, she is the original Cruella de Vil. She is. She uh, just doesn't care for anyone but herself. Yeah, she's quite selfish, quite mean. She has a bank with a basket on. And she says she's going to... Did she say that line then? I can't remember. I only watched it yesterday, but never mind. Um, which, li- which line? I'm going to take your little dog too. I think she said a variation of it, but not in the same way as she said mm. it later. Later on, as the witch. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so yeah, just living on a farm. And then after Mr. Gulch takes Toto, he escapes the basket, he comes back home, and then Dorothy decides to escape with him. With, with the Toto, and that's where she meets Professor Marvel, um, who we then later see as the Wizard of Oz. But yeah, he, I think he basically tells her to go back home, doesn't he? Run yeah. back home, little girl, run back home. Yeah. Um, he's not a real professor. He's not a real professor. He's sorry, sorry. He that illusion. He doesn't really seem like a very nice person at all here or as the wizard. It seems like he's trying to um make up a bit of a he's got a really um weird business model. Um just selling out of his caravan, pots and pans mm-hmm. that I don't think are legit. I don't think he's bought them from a store. I, I think he's stolen them. Um, a ch- uh, Wikipedia says a charlatan, a fortune teller, tells her to go know. home because I, Aunt M is heartbroken. I just seen him as like a a carny. Just, yeah, yeah. Just riding his luck, getting by. Riding his luck in his caravan. Definitely wouldn't um, have said charlatan. I wouldn't have said no. <laughs> that's a like weird word. <laughs> um, and then as Dorothy returns home, there's a tornado. And then Aunt M and Uncle Henry and the farmhands um, are trying to get, trying to find her to get in the storm shelter. Can't find her, so just shut the storm shelter. Why not? Yeah. They shout into a tornado. It's not going to get anywhere, is it? No. And then when we see the tornado at the window, we see a, a cow flying past. <laughs> so I've never seen Twister. But <laughs> I haven't. Do you think they've put that cow in Twister because of this? No. I've never seen Twister, but I reckon so. Yeah, they're, they're must have, because it's just one of those where it's like, oh, there's a cow. And you, you think they say, I, I will watch Twister one day. Yeah. But yeah, the must of. You don't need to Google that. We'll just I'm say not it. going to Google it, but I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say that's true. So, yeah, you see the cow flying past. You see a couple of houses, I think, yeah. just randomly. And then you see Miss Gulch riding on her bike, who then turns into the witch. Um, it's, a, it's a very good transition. It is a very good transition. Because she doesn't really move at all. The bike just disappears and the broom comes into view. Yeah. For 1939. I assume, like, the broom is on a string. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, moves along. Yeah. So then, obviously... The twist, the tornado blows itself out. The house falls onto the Wicked Witch of the East. And now, then you see his, her ruby slippers and her stripy socks like Pippi Longstocking. Uh, I was going to say Beetlejuice. Oh, yes, like Beetlejuice Sorry. as well. Uh, you can see also, the kind of calibre of films we watch. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the last day or two, it just coincided that on Twitter, it was telling me... You know the scene where she leaves a house and into Oz? Mm. That's filmed in colour, but everything is painted sepia. So the woman who opens the door isn't Dorothy. She's just a, a standing. Mm. But she, she's painted in that brown tone, as well as the house. It's amazing, isn't it? That's crazy. So, yeah, they, they didn't 
well, they couldn't really just cut or like colour in yeah, yeah. at the time themselves. So yeah, they had to paint everything sepia. And then when Dorothy walks out, she's in colour. That is incredible. I learned something new every day on this podcast. <laughs> it is. It's, it's really innovative. innovative. You know what innovative I'm i know what you're yeah. trying to say i'll say it for you um so yeah i always <laughs> i always got really i think when i first watched this and i started watching it obviously in black and white or sepia tones i was kind of like oh my god what is this because my dad really liked black and white war films so i assumed it was going to be something very similar and then when they walk out and it's color it is just like oh and i i assumed that I think even up until like my early 20s, I assumed they didn't have colour then. I think it was one of the yeah. first colour films that they did in the. And that was, you know, A, it was colour, and B, it was a full talking musical. Yeah. Now, there, there were colour films before this, but this is the one where it's like, oh, they did colour in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously the same year is Gone with the Wind, nothing full colour. <laughs> yes gone with the wind a classic no no songs in it though so it's not allowed here no no we don't talk about that like we don't talk about something else yeah. um so yeah i think when they get into into the is it munchkin land i don't want to i think it is munchkin land isn't it yeah we'll, we'll just then, use it these are terms that they use. used, Munchkinland, and then obviously Glinda turns up and all the, the munchkins you see popping out of all different places. And and that effect where Glinda does come in in the bubble, it works. Mm, classic. It works. But it's, it's, they've used that in other films, af, like after, so yeah, yeah. like the cow in the tornado and then Twister, people have used bits of what well, they've seen in Wizard of Oz. As it a, also as reminds me of uh, Pinocchio. Yes. Yes. Which I was think, like the year after. Was it the year after? So yeah, you can see the similarities between other films with uh, with stuff like that. And then, so she is... Glinda explains Dorothy is in Munchkinland in the land of Oz. And the Munchkins are happy because the house land on the Wicked Witch of the East. Now, we don't hear much about the Wicked Witch of the East. No. Whether she was terrorising the Munchkins, whether she was running a protection racket. Who knows? Who knows why they didn't like her? She was just wicked. Yeah, that's what you get when you're called wicked. I think that is true. I think in Wicked, they do go into her background a bit, but I can't remember much about it. You know, I believe in Oz the Great and the Powerful that do in that as well. Oh, do they? I believe. I've only seen that once. I'll have to watch that because I don't think I've ever watched it before. So, yes. Um, then the Wicked Witch of the West, who doesn't merely have a name. Like, Glinda is a good witch and has a name. Yeah. But until you watch Wicked, you don't realise that name's <clears throat> Alphabet. Yeah, so... We, we can't really call that Elphaba here. No, we could just have to call it the Wicked, the WWW Wicked Witch yeah. of the West. That's, that's fine with me. It's fine with me. Um, so, yeah, she appears in a puff of smoke. Yeah. 
Zakladá. And <laughs> Glinda transports the ruby slippers onto Dorothy's feet and tells her to keep them on as they must be very powerful if the WWW wants them. Did, did she explain why the shoes got transferred? No, she just said they were very powerful because the Wicked so, Witch of the West wanted them. But that told me if the WWW killed the East Witch, mm. then she could have had the shoes anyway. Yeah, but they were sisters, so she probably wouldn't have, apparently, so yes. she probably wouldn't have killed them, <laughs> killed her. And I think, I think maybe they worked as a team so she didn't need them because she had yeah. the Wicked Witch of the East. She yeah. just had some flying monkeys in her staff, so who knows what she's up to. Okay, carry on. Um, and then the Wicked Witch has no power in Munchkinland, so she leaves another puff of smoke after saying, I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. Oh, great at these accents today. Um, <laughs> all over it. Um, so yeah, there's then she's told Dorothy's told about the Wizard of Oz because he'll be able to get her home. And then we hear the other brick road, or we'll have to see the wizard. We'll well, see we I hear think. we hear from the munchkins singing the oh, part yeah. of the lollipop guild. And... The lollipop guild. Yeah, yeah that, that is a cool song. I forgot how cool that song is. But aren't they just as well it's as it's very like, monotonous? Obviously, this this film is problematic in the 2022. <laughs> so let's not go into that. But I'm um, not I'm not in my head yet. Yes. Um but also it's quite weird to see um like that there are obviously the munchkins and people with dwarfism who were brought in for this. There's also actual children. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. In and amongst this, it's like that it must have be. been a very weird situation to be in if you were a child actor <laughs> and you think you're next to somebody who is also <laughs> a child actor, but they're in their yeah. 40s. <laughs> All right, mate. My name's Barry. It's like, oh, yeah, Barry. Yeah. They were probably all smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I don't know if that's their voice that they're singing in or it's distorted oh. a bit, but yeah, it, it would be scary. Yeah, so we feel for the people involved. Um, and yeah, so then we have um, the Lollipop Guild. Um, oh, we have the, as mayor of the Munchkin City and as Colin at almost Ava, yeah. I, I um, knew it was a mayor, but I, I couldn't think how it went. Yeah, so the Munchkin, there's... <laughs> On songs on Wikipedia, it says, Munchkinland sequence, come out with Glinda and the Munchkins. It really was no miracle with Dorothy, Billy Bletcher and the Munchkins. We thank you very sweetly. Ding dong, the witch is dead. It's mm. mayor of the Munchkin city as coroner, I must Ava. Ding dong, the witch is dead again. The Lullaby League, the Lollipop Guild, we welcome you to Munchkinland. Which are all, all like one, three, four minutes. Yeah, all one song. But they're all different songs. So they're all together yeah. as one massive song, but they're all into in little sections. Yeah, it's strange how like 
you recognize them all but they're not long they're not yeah, long they, i think they are only they're 30, just stings, 30 to 40 second yeah. Yeah, yeah um so yeah and then we have follow the yellow road and you have to see the wizard and again follow the yellow road is like four lines yeah yeah it is just follow the yellow big road yeah follow the yellow big road yeah and then you have you have to see the wizard which interchanges which it after the yellow big road merges into yes and then dorothy is off on her little journey with toto and her basket she has that basket she does i don't know if it's got anything in it uh, maybe she's going to see granny yeah Maybe they got mixed up, a bit confused. Yeah, yeah. So then I really like it when she meets, I really like the sequence where she meets the Tin Man, the Cowardly, the, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and then the Cowardly Lion. I really like that sequence of events. It is. A couple of scenes. Um, I also think it's a bit mean to say, Glinda say, follow the yellow brick road, and then it goes off in four different directions. Yeah, I wasn't happy with Glinda. Why would you do that? Every time I watch that, I'm just like, you should have told her which direction to take. It's like, don't worry, you'll, you'll find a scarecrow on your way. You'll figure it out. She's like 14. She's not got and the mental capacity to work it out. <laughs> she's a good witch as well. Yeah. What does that say? She's not a very good witch. She's, she's evil as well. Yeah, they're all <laughs> wicked. Um, and if she's got magic shoes, just say, oh, you've got magic shoes, you'll get there in yeah, a few just, minutes. Why don't you just... It's we just could have tapper, bypassed tapper an shoes. hour of this film <laughs> straight to the shoes wizard. to get to the wizard. Then she could just tap her shoes to get home. Simple. We'll get to my issue with the, the ending of the wizard as well, as we get to it. <laughs> um, so then we meet Ray Bolger as a scarecrow um, and we sing If I Only Had a Brain, which I think is one of my favourite songs. In it's a good one. It is a good one. I think it's one I... of my favourites. Now, I've got to bring this up at the end, but I like this film. Yes. I, I don't think it's a great musical, though. Because I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a great musical. Because all the songs are the same tune. <laughs> and they just change the words. Yeah. But they are catchy. They're catchy little tunes, but they're not long. They're all the same. Mm. But the film is good. It's great. I think the film would be better without the songs in it. Yeah, probably. It's nice rhyming couples, though. There, yeah. Some, there are some, good, some and good scenes in it. The performers sing them well. They do. They're very good. And Judy Garland, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know how much we love Judy Garland. So <laughs> we, she is amazing. She is. Um, so then we... We have a little, <laughs> we have a little um, situation. We have a little scene with Ray and as the scarecrow and Judy is Dorothy. They meet each other. They have a little sing song, and then they set back off on the epic road. The right then, way, though, because the, the right way, yeah, because the scarecrow tells her. Also, Ray is a great performer, like yes. falling, falling down and being oh, picked up. Yeah. It yeah. is it is genius. He's a very good performer in that sense. Absolutely. Um, if either of any of these people who were 
the Tin Man, Scarecrow and Coward Line, were they in anything else? Possibly. I'm pretty sure the Tin Man died because of all the silver paint. Oh, really? Because, like, the lead poison? Yeah, he either got poisoned or he got cancer because of it. And I'm not too sure about the other two. You might want to dig in and do some research. Mm. So, Ray Bolger was originally cast as a Tin Man and Buddy Epson was meant to play the Scarecrow. But Bolger convinced producer Mervyn Leroy to recast him in the part he so desired. Epson did not object. Um, after going over the basics of the Scarecrow's distinctive gait with Bolger, because Epson was a professional dancer, so could replicate the wobbly walk of the Scarecrow. He recorded all the songs, went through all the rehearsals as the Tin Man, and began filming with the rest of the cast. So they swapped roles, I think, effectively. Right. No, because Jack Haley's the Tin Man. So something must have happened to Buddy. Buddy Epson to then. Unlucky Buddy. Unlucky Buddy. Sorry, Buddy. Um, but yeah, I don't happen there. So yeah, then we meet the Tin Man, who is played by Jack Haley. And we sing, If I Only Had a Heart. To the same tune as the same tune as everything else that we've heard so far. <laughs> so yeah, if I only had a heart, um, and then we're off to see the wizard. And then don't they at some point mention lions and tigers and bears? I can't remember if that's after the lion has arrived. I think it's just before the lion arrives. Yeah. Because they're in the forest a bit. Also, that scene with the Tin Man, that's Infamous as well. Do you know why? Oh, because people think they can see somebody hanging in the background. Mm. It is not true, people. That is debunked. Yeah, and every time I watch it, I'm there like, because I'll see it on my YouTube list and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see something, but I don't think it's a body. It's apparently just a branch that was hanging down. And it's kind of like the Mandela effect. People have heard of it and think that it's actually actually true whereas yes. if you have the original copy of the little mermaid on vhs you will see something dodgy in that castle um mm. mm-hmm. i think animator was very annoyed at disney and isn't it the same with the lion king yes they think it spells sex in the sky but it's yes. sfx sfx for the people that made the sfx um <laughs> Because, you know, that makes sense. So, yes, we meet the three other main characters, Scarecrow, Tim and Lion. Then we have, we'll have to see the wizard, Reprise. Reprise, Reprise, two. Um, and then it's, reprise. I say Reprise. Optimistic Voices by the MGM Studio Chorus. I mean, what a studio to have its own flipping chorus just on hand. I mean, <laughs> that, that's just the early Hollywood years. I know. God, weren't they great, the early Hollywood years? Full yeah. of drama, death, destruction, misogyny. Like, but they had a studio chorus. Yeah. I can forgive them for a lot. You just need it. You just, you just need it. Um, and then where do we go from here, Chris? What happens after we meet the three other characters? Is that because you forgot? 
it's because I've not got to the plot bit yet. If I come with Peter, I need to scroll up. <laughs> uh, so they come to a field of poppies. Oh, yes. This is where the wicked witch becomes wickedly and poisons them with snow. Yes. I don't know what's in the snow, but the Dothri has to have a sleep, and so does the lion, and this means they're dying in little to no ways. Uh, and suddenly Glinda turns up and makes it all better. And Dorothy and the lion wake up, like, oh, that was a nice nap, and then head back to the yellow brick road, which is a bit weird how there's just a, a garden path in between one bit of the road and another bit of the road. Mm. There you go. That's how you're still meant to follow it, Linda. There's a poppy <laughs> field in the way. She is the worst witch of the world. I feel like. Glinda is one of the worst witches ever. When you when you watch Wicked, you realise just how awful Glinda actually is. She is. She is. She's the worst one. And again, not going to mention it, but Alpha, pretty badass. Um. So yeah. Don't worry. That film's coming soon. I know. I I can't wait. (laughs) Despite the best efforts of Glinda and the Wicked Witch, the actual Wicked Witch of the West, they somehow managed to get to, to Oz. Yes, they do. But they knock on that big green door of the Emerald City. And then nothing happens. <laughs> no, they go in for a bit of a spruce up. I mean, it is so nice when you see the Tin Man fully silver and not rusted. Yeah, that's nice. It that's is. so nice. So the doorman, who is also played by the guy who plays the Wizard of Oz and Professor Marvel, apparently, according to Wikipedia, I don't know how true that is. Is it? I thought he was just another munchkin. And no, apparently it's... Because I, I, I was looking at it, it kind of looks like the Professor, but I couldn't yeah. really... Yeah, it says Frank Morgan as Professor Marvel, also the Wizard of Oz, the gatekeeper, the carriage driver, and one of the guards. So he was earning his pay. He was he was getting bank for that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. 1939 bank. Um, So yeah, the doorman, however, relents and the four are led into the wizard's chambers. And then we have a ghostly green head. I'm the wizard. Now, is that ghostly green head him as well? Yes, I think I think it is. Might be the special effects. Maybe. Yeah, it, it just didn't look like him. And every time a puff of smoke comes, it just disappears. <laughs> it's very weird. Oh, what's happening here? <laughs> I mean, the obviously it's the 1930s. I'm not going to disparage them for, for anything no, like that. But not at all. They did doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. Now, I forgot about the next sequence. Like I say, I've only seen it the one. But Which sequence? With the flying monkeys and oh yeah, where they capture uh, and take them yes. back. I just thought they get to the Emerald Sea and they find out about the wizard. Not not spoiling it here yet, but <laughs> I thought that was the end of the film because I pressed pause because I needed to do something. It was like still forty minutes. Like, mm. I, I thought it was towards the end they got to the Emerald Sea, but anyway, yeah. So they get to Emerald City. They see the wizard. 
who is not a giant green head. He is just a man. And he tells them that he will grant their wishes if they bring him back the witch's broomstick. So then they walk out of the room or of the wherever and immediately get captured by the flying monkeys. But do you think, obviously, the, the wizard is a charlatan? Sorry, I've spoiled it. He's a charlatan. He is a charlatan. <laughs> but do you think he could have still granted wishes? Or did he just want that broom for... I think he just wanted the broomstick. Do you think her for broomstick... Firewood? I don't know. Do you think her broomstick is the same as the other witches, Ruby Slips? Yes, I think that is her power. Her... Right. her her mode of power, as it were. Um, so, yeah, I think he could only grant them the wishes if he had that, which is why I asked for it. Okay. So then, yes, they are taken to the Wicked Witch. Well, she is taken to the Wicked Witch because yes. Dorothy's captured. But the ruby slippers help her and keep her protected, keep her safe from harm. Um, yeah, because Toto gets captured as well, but just like at the start of the film, he finds his way out and escapes. He's a slippery little little Scottish terrier. Yes. He's a Scottish terrier. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what it uh, is. I'm not good at dog breeds. He's a Scottish terrier. So, yeah. And so, total escapes. Then the... I nearly said the lion with the witch in the wardrobe then, but that's a completely different film. Yes. Um, the lion, scarecrow and tin man. <laughs> Come and rescue her. Come and save her. And then something happens with some water, which I yeah. know it happens, but I always forget how it happens. There's just a cup of water lying around. <laughs> it's like a cup so, or a bucket, but I think it's I'm a bucket. sure. I'm sure Dorothy was trying to put out the fire. Oh yes, and she just totally missed. She tries to set the scarecrow on fire. Yes, his arm was on fire. Yeah, so she's completely. She has a. If you are allergic to water that it will melt you, why do you have buckets of water lying around? That's what I've never she, understood about this film. She must just be causing fires for no reason. And the, mon- <laughs> the, the monkeys mon- are there like... Uh, monkeys are just used to this. Like, we'll get the water. Sake, get the water out. Just, just make sure we've got a cup of water in each room, just in case, right? <laughs> just in case. I feel like them flying monkeys were very hard done by. I feel like yes. they, had, they were not getting paid enough I- to be there. I was watching it this time, and like the first scene, I was like, is that a monkey? I, I felt convinced because the movements were very monkey-like. Oh. And they're like, surely not. They wouldn't have put a mask in a coat and all that on monkeys. But then again, it's the 1930s. Yeah. So they could have. But no, when they were moving a bit more, I was like, no, no. No, they're people. They're, people. they're yeah. probably the munchkins. Yeah. Probably. They had a large chorus to keep track of, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, so, yeah. Then, so, I'm going to give it away, because if you haven't watched it, more for you, it's been out for wow. flipping nearly 100 years. I thought um, I thought you were going to do another accent. I'm melting. I'm melting. Yeah. Um, there you are, everybody. Um, so, yeah. Dorothy completely misses the scarecrow, throws water over the witch. She is massively allergic to being clean, so she just melts and yeah. steam rises from her. She actually burns 
because there's, there's ashes and there's smoke. Maybe the monkeys are like that. Well, if we throw water on her and she burns, we'll have to throw more water on her in case she catches fire. Yeah. So it makes sense. There's a lot of water to be used. Um, and then, yeah, the witch's guards gratefully give Dorothy her broomstick. So one of the guardsmen is played by Frank Morgan, who plays the Wizard of Oz, Professor Barbara. So the, in another universe, the guard already had the broomstick. Mm-hmm. So the Wizard of Oz already had it. Could have just used it. Could have just, could have just had that. So anyway, they go back to the wizard um, and it's like, yeah, absolutely not. Go away. Not in the mood for your actions today. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, this task that I asked for you, but sod off. Yeah. Thanks for completing a quest that was completely bogus, but go away. And then that's when you find out who the wizard is. Because Toto, yeah. being Toto saved today. a cheeky little dog that he is, pulls back the curtain. And then it's just a man shouting. Yeah. Story, story of my life in shipping. <laughs> I, I like how he turned around, noticed her there, but doesn't do anything until like <laughs> another five seconds. Like, oh, I better close his curtain again. <laughs> Why didn't he do it straight away? Um, yeah, so he's revealed to be an ordinary man. And he, like Dorothy, accidentally arrived in Oz from America. Oh, so are they, it, oh yeah, then the balloon bit happens. Are they uh, from Kansas State or Kansas City, which is in Missouri? No. I want to say it's in no. Isn't Kansas City in Arkansas? Maybe. <laughs> well, there is I, a I, Kansas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I just like saying Arkansas, so I just put it. It's a good word. Anyway. Yeah, so, Kansas yeah. State or Kansas City. But we're not too sure. It's in Missouri. You were right. Yeah. Well done. Two points. Um, so, yeah, they're in. So he's come from somewhere else in America. And then grants the wishes of Dorothy's three friends by giving them tokens, but reminds them they always had the qualities that they were after. So, you know, the lion did something that was brave because didn't he scare the witch at one point when they were... Yeah being captured and the tin man what did he want a heart um yeah he did something for Dorothy which showed that he had heart and the the scarecrow had a brain because he came up with the plan so you know it's a nice little moral of the story so yeah those three got it but Dorothy just wanted to go home Dorothy just wanted to just get home back to this god-awful farm the wizard offers to take Dorothy back to canvas aboard his hot air balloon, which I always forget about. I always forget about this hot yeah. air balloon bit. And then I watch it and I'm like, what has this got to do with any of the story? Where's this yeah. hot air balloon come from? Yeah. It, if the wizard, wizard was that bothered, he could have left so many years ago. Yeah. How long has he been there with his hot air balloon just in his backyard? And what a weirdo. Sh- surely everyone knew the wizard was a sham. <coughs> or... or or did they not? Maybe they were just going along with it. Yeah. So then Glinda reappears. Oh, yeah, the balloon accident lifts off with just the wizard aboard. And everybody's yes. like, what are you doing, you weirdo? Oh, I can't pull it down. So, yeah, jump out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and turn the fire down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Heat, heat rises, idiot. You're like so, 10, 10 feet off the ground. I know. <laughs> Glinda reappears, because she does that, in opportune moments, and tells Dorothy she always had the power to return to Kansas with the help of the ruby slippers, but had to find that out for herself. Why have you told her then? Yeah, it's not like Dorothy's <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I had the slippers on. I can go anytime. And Glinda appears like, yeah, that's yeah, right. You could have gone. No, no. still had to tell her. She, she had to go. Evil. <laughs> stupid witch. Yeah, um, she might have saved him from that poisonous snow. But she is. But if they'd have gone the right way, if she told him the way to go in the first place, the public would never yeah. have got to that poppy field. Just tell her to click her heels. Ridiculous. So, yeah. She says, there's no place like home. Three times, she's back home. She gets in, she's awake and she's in bed with a cloth on her forehead and she's like, oh my God, everybody was there. You were there, you were there, you were there. But Auntie M and Uncle Henry, <laughs> you were not there. I don't care about you I two. do not like you. And they were all suitably shocked. I, I like how that professor just turns up at the window and is like, why are you here? <laughs> Where did you suddenly come from, you weirdo? How did you are know you, I lived here? Are you following this 13-year-old girl? Yeah. You absolute creep. <laughs> how did he, yeah, how did he know that that's where she lived? Not a clue. I'm maybe, concerned for Dorothy. Maybe he's not a charlatan. He is actually magical. I, I am I am concerned for Dorothy with that situation. Like, how did he how did he know? Yeah, you just can't trust that professor. Now, back, back to us for a minute. Is there a Witch of the North and Witch of the South? Um, I think there is in Wicked. Right. I think, the, I think the good witches are the Witches of the North. I think Glinda is the Witch of the North. Okay. And, and in Wicked, I think you hear about the Witch of the South, but I don't think you ever meet her. Yeah, her... Because we only hear her as the good witch. We never hear the good witch of where. Yeah, I think in Wicked, Glinda is the good witch of the North. Um, but yeah, I don't think... Good Yeah, she's the good witch of the North. I don't think we ever hear about the good witch of the South, if there is one. There we go. As the next spin-off. But in... Oh, it says that there are actually two good witches in Baum's original version. Glinda is the Witch of the South and not the North in his right. telling, and she doesn't appear until the second to last chapter. The book states that she is not only kind to everyone, but also the most powerful of the witches. But then in the later version, she was the good witch, and then in Wicked, she was the good witch of the North. So I don't know why right. they changed it and got rid of the South. Uh, we don't care about the South. We don't, we don't care about the South. That, sorry, that's, pe sorry, pe sorry, that's people in Ma Manchester. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, joking. In, joking. in Gregory Maguire's Wicked. Oh, yeah. He wrote all the Wicked books, um, Magic Land series, which are very good books if anybody does get around to reading. They're very good. The Good Witch of the South is named Stella. Stella! Stella! <laughs> From a streetcar. Yeah. 
yeah so she's called Stella the Good Witch of the South um and I don't know what she does I don't care really but yeah, yeah. so that is it that okay. is Stella. <laughs> I'll find out for you in a minute but yeah she's a uh, so what have we learned from Wizard of Oz that it's people who say they're good probably aren't yeah it's not a good musical it is not a good musical it's a very good film do not trust anybody who tells you to take shoes off a dead person. But also, those songs are catchy. <laughs> those songs it's are catchy. Annoying how it's not a good musical, but all those songs will get stuck in your head. I will be singing If Only I Had a Brain for the rest of the day. All your life. <laughs> yeah, literally my entire life. That's it. That is it. Shall we find out? So, what? sorry, quickly before we find out what we're watching next, what would you give it out of? I can't remember what we normally do. I think five. I think it was five, yeah. Uh, Musical-wise, three, film. Yeah. It's, it is a fantastic film. And then just before we find out next week, favourite song? <laughs> I think it's got to be... <laughs> Somewhere over no, the rainbow. it's somewhere oh. over the rainbow. Um, closely followed by "If I Only Had a Brain." <laughs> yeah, somewhere over the rainbow for me. Yeah, I love somewhere. Oh my god, I love somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> Good. There's so there's so many versions to listen to. Yeah, I think it's been done really well. It has by many different of, lots of different people. So, shall we find out? Yes, please. What we're going to do next. We have got number 25. 25. Let me have a look at this. <laughs> it's uh, Moulin Rouge. 2001, oh, Baz Luhrmann. MG, Baz Luhrmann. Uh, I've only seen it the once. But I enjoyed it. I've probably seen it about 500 times. Fair enough. There is nothing better than watching you McGregor sing. I don't care. Although, if even in Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> all right, in Beauty and the Beast, not so much. <laughs> um, but in Moulin Rouge, which is now twenty-one years old, he is a hottie. Yeah, he is. And if you watch. If people um, are a bit weird like me and like musical theatre TikTok, if you can find the video of Aaron Tavay, Tavit, um, who was, oh, what was he in um, Waymiz? One of the leader of the yeah, students. Not, not Gavrosh. Is it Gavrosh? No, that's the kid. Uh, he is Marius. No, he is. So I want to say it begins with an E, but I don't think it does. Yeah, your best. Well, anyway. Um, I'm not going to say Google anymore. I'm going to say Bing. Or Bing, Bing it. Yeah, just Bing it. What was it in? Le Miserable. He was. Angel, Angel Rass. Angel Rass. I knew it began with an E. I was close. You uh, you should start that sentence again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to because that means I'll have to edit this now. <laughs> okay. So, Alan 
Tavay, which is how I'm going to say it. I don't think that's right. But he was Enrolas. And yeah, I'm going to say that. Um, Was he Spanish? (laughs) Yeah, he came over from Spain (laughs) to be a student. Enrolas. Enrolas. So yeah, but he is also currently... um, the guy from Moulin Rouge. Oh my god, my brain is gone. What in the West End? Or yes, Broadway? in the West End, and there were lots of videos of him singing the middle bit from Roxanne. And oh my, he is very, very good at it. Um, so yeah, if you like TikTok and you like musical theatre, just check it out. While we're on musical TikTok and musical theatre, oh, boo to you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Ah, uh, Cinderella. Boo to you. I mean, you can say this now, but we don't know when this goes. We don't know when this is going to go live. (laughs) So I'm going to say it and then I'll cut it out. (laughs) So I could say, oh, it's on TV two weeks ago, but it might be two months down the line. I know. I know. Crazy. But yeah. Love it. Yes. We'll be watching Moulin Rouge. So we will. I believe it's available on Disney Plus. It is available on Disney Plus. Currently. Uh, yeah, I do have that streaming site. I have Le Disney Plus for the for the French listeners out there. I don't know if Disney. Yeah, it probably will be masculine. Um, yeah, yeah. there's quite a lot actually on the Disney Plus that are in the uh, top twenty five. In the top twenty five. So is this number six we've done now? We've done Cabaret, A Star is Born, Beauty and the Beast, Wizard of Oz, and then Moulin Rouge will be five. Ah. Yeah. And then we've got we've got to try and get through all the ones from the 40s and 50s. 40s, 30s, and 40s that are like the classic Hollywood ones, like my fair, like an American in Paris, meet me in St. Louis, St. Louis, sorry, The King and I, um, Yankee Doodle Dandy, the bandwagon. (laughs) St. Louis is in Missouri as well. St. Louis is in Missouri, you're quite right. Rabbit just on that. Now. Is, there, is there a postamble? Is that a word? Is there a what? Postamble. Postamble. I think Could it's you have it's your just, preamble. I think it's just amble. Yeah, but we've had the amble. <laughs> is amble a word on its own? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, we've got a tweet, Susie Dent. We'll let you know next week. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll find out and keep you updated. No worries. Bye now. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.